to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. You are listening to Chris and Dave's TV Reality Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 7, Episode 15, and you're hopefully listening to this on Thursday, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, listen, I want to apologise on behalf of Dave, because he made a right mistake yesterday and uploaded the wrong file. And when I say Dave, I mean me, because I bought the wrong file up and I had so many messages, in which you're right to do, guys, to call me out and say, I'm getting deja vu here. I'm sure I've heard this before. And there was loads of people, so I can only apologise. I made the mistake. I hold my hands up. I am sorry. I don't know what I've done, Dave, but literally uploaded yesterday's episode and, yeah. We were about 50 people were downloaded it at that point. I apologize to you, 50 people. And uh, Fran even called, you've got the wording wrong. So I was just having a bad day yesterday. I apologize, guys. But anyway, <laughs> it won't happen again today. Dave, we have a little. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, yeah, it's just one of those things, isn't it? And it's just also, we just, we had a bit of a, 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 a not heart to heart, what is it? A, just a chat after. It's just like, you know what? We're fucking doing too much here. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so and that's when mistakes really start to creep in. So what we said is we're gonna pause the Love Island US for the minute. You know, we're already gonna be doing, you know, six six shows extra a week. And, you know, it's just a bit silly of us. And we knew, uh, you know, we're we're off the cliff, aren't we? The wheels had left. And uh, you you could say, you know, we're we're halfway to the ground. So, yeah, we'll just pause the uh, Love Island US. We'll come back to it. We're going to try and avoid spoilers and everything. Same with The Bachelorette. uh, But we're just going to focus for the minute on Love Island UK. Yeah. And and honestly, we've tried our best haven't we Dave we literally have you know we, we we're thinking about moving in together and just living remotely doing podcasts <laughs> because it's just not sustainable guys I'm sorry if we're letting any years down but we will be coming back to it and completing it it's just it's got to with this daily podcast for Love Island and two of them it's it's not just that it's the watching as well in it and, and obviously we've yeah. all got lives we all know that so thank you for everyone's support with that and uh, yeah don't feel too let down we will be getting back to it but Dave I will say as well, if you're on our Facebook page, guys, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast, we have put up our first interview with BBC Radio Berkshire. And they call it Berkshire again, they're Berkshire. <laughs> and the lovely Michelle Jordan, who actually interviewed myself yesterday and it'll be Dave next week. And we've got a little segment that's going to run for the, the remainder of the uh, Love Island UK. And just basically going through... Some of the questions Michelle had, I, I was on there just chatting and, and we're bouncing off each other. It's about 10 minutes long and it is on our Facebook page, guys. So if you want to get over there and we'll approve you and have a listen, just something completely different. And some of that we're both proud of that, you know, we are now Love Island specialists. <laughs> I don't know how that's happened, but we honestly, it's such a, a great little achievement for this uh, little podcast that we created as two friends. So uh, I've thanked everyone for your support because we wouldn't be doing it without you guys. No, it's absolutely brilliant, and uh, don't let your head get too big. <laughs> no, 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 it's next week. You're on next week, Dave, when you've got the rider, and you're like, right, okay. Uh, oh, I no. want the red carpet and everything <laughs> next week, so. <laughs> no, but, but it's good. So, but, sorry, Chris, 
Right. Getting into the episode. I mean, it, during that interview, I, I think you were slating Brad a bit, <laughs> saying how bad he was. And I, I was with you. I was agreeing with everything you were saying. And I was thinking, going into this, Brad is going to twist this around to basically stay in. I, I could see him, you know, being one of those blokes who just hangs around, going from relationship to relationship and seeing it through to, say, the final three. And straight away, Chris, Brad falls on his sword, says, you know, he's had his time in here. You should stay. What, what do you reckon to how that all unfolded? Because we did get, we've got lots of things, haven't we, going off in this little section here? Honestly, Dave, I was in hysterics watching this because not, not because of watching, just watching the social media fallout on Twitter and that. Because Lucinda, it's like someone coming up to you going, I'm going to give you a million pounds. And me and you, you know, someone comes to me and you, and you go, are you sure? Oh, no. I oh, oh, okay, then. No problem. Lucinda had no fucking tact with that at all. Brad, I honestly, I'm with you. I honestly thought Brad was going to do a runner, uh, do a runner, was going to manipulate it because you, you were right what you said yesterday. The naughty trio weren't as popular as Brad. I honestly thought that it was going to be either they both go or Brad stays and there was some sort of turning where, even though they said it was down to them two, the Villa would have got involved. The Islanders would have had to do some sort of voting if they've got a stalemate. And if they didn't agree, they both left. But I was shocked by that, Dave. But Lucinda, and I said it was going to weed somebody out. Brad does not get a pass because of this one action because he has been bad, Dave. And I know he's been quite dull, but he has his treatment of Rachel and that was bullshit and, and the way that all played out and he hasn't what been great kissing Faye and and well yeah Faye's the least attracted uh, yeah. attractive after he'd fucking picked her I forgot about that yes you're right Dave so so and he kissed was it Chloe he kissed as well it was Chloe who he, yeah he kissed yeah, Chloe yeah. yeah so so you're right as well I forgot about that he doesn't get off with a free pass because he has been a bit of a bell end but when he said these great opportunities for you and all that, I was like, fuck you. This is exactly why these people come on the show. Lucinda had no tears, Dave. No tears until later on. And then she was like, oh, uh, I'm not saying she wasn't upset, but I don't believe that. I believe 90% of that was for the cameras. And everything he said, Brad, was on the money. He got his little re bit of redemption from everybody. Yeah. But he compl she completely knew what she was doing. And someone, it was about... 30 people would do. There was a fucking uh, meme, Dave, and it's someone where the tears are down the face and they roll back up. And then that one where that guy's straining his face going, look at Lucinda trying to find tears because Brad's going. I don't believe it. She got absolutely outed. And I'm not saying she's the only one there because she's not, but she got outed as a game player. I, but she was right to say, we've only been together for a week. I just... I just was like, oh, it's like, I'll never see anybody. I never fancy anybody as, like, as much as you, Brad. Bull <laughs> fucking shit, Dave. So what do you think of that? I think Brad made the best play that he possibly could. Like you say, I think for a lot of people, it was a bit of a redemption. And I think a lot of people, the last thing they'll remember of him, you know, until he appears on all the other reality shows or or talk shows or whatever is the fact that you know in a it's you or me situation he fell on his sword and yeah. said you know uh hopefully 
she meets some of the blokes and then you know but she comes back to me so it does seem like a, a kind of romantic gesture i think i see it slightly differently i mean it, it was one of those i'd said yesterday that brad is more into lucinda than lucinda is into brad and i think it it had a limited lifetime for me she's at, at some point you know brad is a dashing great looking bloke but there is some point where that's going to run out and she realizes he just talks about himself all the time and he's actually really not interesting i think she'd kind of said words to that effect but then she seemed to get a bit goo goo over him as well but i think that's more to do with the you know how attractive he is it was the way she was very aware that she was being filmed in that moment when Brad was talking about, you know, he should go. And, you know, so Brad said straight away, you know, I should go. I've had my time here. And it was like she was searching for the words to make it sound like, you know, I, you know, I don't really want to stay, but I kind of really do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like, oh, no, you know, maybe. Oh, do you think I should stay? <laughs> that was the bit that was making me laugh. Not necessarily that she's playing the game. And, you know, I think it, it was Brad's clumsy words about it's a great opportunity for you. Forget the boohoo deals, forget the, uh, you know, social media followers and all of the things that come after the show. Forget all of those things. Chris, we've just come out of like a however long pandemic, is it 15, 16 months? Life's been a bit fucking tough, hasn't it, for quite yeah. a while now. And, you know, Lucinda, she's what, 21? So she's basically gone from being a teenager to being stuck in the fucking house. This is a great fucking holiday, Chris. Fuck all the sponsorship deals. If I was there, I'd want to stay if I'd only been there a week. So I have got absolutely no problem with her at all wanting to stay there. It was just the kind of play acting of you know, desperately trying to, to not make herself look bad and wanting to stay. But yeah. I tell you what... I think it is absolutely right that she stays because she has only been there a week. Is it, is it even a full week? I'm not sure it is. She's hardly experienced it, but it's a fucking all exclusive holiday. There's no shopping. There's no fucking shit to deal with in life. You're just fucking lounging on the sofas all day. You have a few games, you know, life is fucking not bad <laughs> so you know i i'm a hundred percent behind lucinda for staying i just thought it was funny uh how it all unfolded yeah that, that's that's what my issue is i've got no problem with that brad has done those no favors dave and i know there's a couple of supports a lot of people are like oh what a gentleman brad is now like you soon forget what he did he was aware of it whether he was trying to test her it was just the, like you say it was the classic are you sure? It's like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Lucinda. But what annoys me? She's dancing a jig. Exactly. It's do bullshit. You, do you reckon, right, someone, some of the producers have maybe had a word and said, look, you know, everyone can see how you've screwed over everyone, like literally. And if you screw over Lucinda here, okay. there will be no future social media yeah. career. Yeah. So the best play that you can do is to just, you know, play the smitten kitten and leave 
and make it all uh, chivalrous. You know, make yeah. make it seem like you're this this wonderful gentleman. And I I, I just think I, I think he might have had a bit of a prod there and a bit of a push in the right direction. Look, he could have done. He could have done. He, he, you're right. And I will say, Dave, out of this little scenario at the start, I never thought that would be Team Faye on this series. But I'll tell you what, she, for me, I was nodding my head. I was agreeing with her. I, I thought she was brilliant what she did. There was a little bit of me, me, where she did the tears and stuff. I thought that was a bit over the top with the girls like, hugging and Kaz and stuff. But what she said when Brad said that was fucking right. She's like, you're supposed to be in here for love. I'm not necessarily saying she isn't meta aware of the show or what, what it's about, Dave, or what it could lead to. But I do think in that moment she was being sincere. And when mm. she pulled Lucinda, I was like, you're right. You're totally right. And it's funny with Faye because she's not minced the words. Even when I've disagreed with some of the things she's done and the way she reacts. With Lucinda, she almost did. It was almost she was like, hang on, she's going to have a go. Because to be fair to Lucinda... It was Brad who said those words, not Lucinda. Brad was the one who said mm. she's got great yeah, opportunities. Yeah. So it's not Lu- as much as what I think. I think Lucinda's a nice person, but she is well aware that exactly what you said. Why would you want to give that update and go back to shitty fucking England when you're on holiday on telly and, and you've got this life-changing experience? I get it. I just didn't believe any of the sincerity of it. But I do think Faye, she won the episode for me with this today because like, she won me round by what she did. I thought she was right. I, I think Faye's had a great week. If I look back at it, I mean, uh, you know, I haven't been her fan at all. I think she loves to be in the thick of the drama, um, you know, and and like I say, I, I think, you know, she, she sparks a lot of that conflict a lot of the time. But I tell you what, for TV, Chris, she's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen some comments, some that are behind Faye and what she's saying. And if you take it at face value, it did come across that like Faye is genuinely in there to find someone. And you kind of look retrospectively back and she hasn't played the game as such. She hasn't gone after blokes who she could just be coupled up with. She's not been interested because there's been a lot of boys in there until Teddy's come in. But a lot of people have said, you know, on Twitter and things have said that, well, she's just making it all about herself. And I can kind of see that. I don't necessarily think she wasn't. I don't think she's necessarily playing up for the cameras. I think she's just that sort of person that just needs the drama. She needs to be in the thick of it. And if someone else is getting that spotlight, I need to make something about me as well. I need to make a stand and stamp my feet about whatever my moral stance is. Um, So I I think both of those things can be true, but I agree. I think Faye's kind of, I'm going to say winning me round. I'm not going to say I'm completely team Faye yet, um, but definitely from where we were a week ago, I think she's had a lot of great moments. She's, she's, giving us the best lines, the best sound bites out of everyone. Uh, seems to be there for the right reasons, dare I say, Chris. And yeah, you know, she she even pulled Lucinda after, didn't she? She said, you know, I was, sort of had to get myself out of the situation. It, it was obviously in the same night. I don't know why she had to she had to feel like she had to make a thing of it there. What do you reckon, though, Chris, to the line of, you know, Brad and me were best mates? <laughs> 
It's in my notes as well. <laughs> I don't know what fucking shit she was peddling at that point. I was I was thinking, Faye, please, you've done well at this point. Don't start talking shit. It may have been something we've not really seen on off camera. Well, on camera, sorry, and weeks off camera. But I will say it didn't help that Lucinda, like you said about picking a word very carefully with Brad, she was also trying, whether she couldn't articulate herself very well, but I also felt that Lucinda was trying her hardest to be more genuine than what it seemed. And I think mm. Faye was right to say it, but again, Brad was the one who said the comment. So whatever we think, whether it was genuine or not, and I don't think Lucinda was, it was Brad who put her in that situation. It was almost like a parting shot, as if to say, see ya. Uh, you know what I think we've got seeping into our Love Island game, Chris, is it's a bit of The Bachelor, isn't it? What we've seen in The Bachelor, and that has been running for many more seasons. What is it, like 25 Bachelor seasons we've had now? And you get all these people in, and then they're all fucking there for their careers, right? They know if they get on there and they can make it to, let's say, the last 10 or what have you, you know, they've got a good chance of staying in the show, of gaining all of those social media followers, becoming that influencer, becoming that you know, TV personality. It will keep you going for years and years, you know, and stopping you from getting a real job. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're st- but how dare you actually verbalize it? How dare you actually say, yeah, you know what? I've, I've thought about being the bachelor. Um, if it works out with this bachelorette, uh, Great. If it doesn't, then I've still fucking quids in, aren't I? Um, yeah. Yeah. How dare you say that? Because we've seen it on this this uh, season that's going on now, haven't we? Where Katie says, you know, uh, uh, sorry, the, uh, what was his name? It was a guy Thomas, wasn't it? Yeah. Who said it? You know, he has thoughts about being the Bachelor, and all the all the other guys are like, oh, how dare you? You've thought about being The Bachelor, even though that's the precedent set for the last fucking decade plus. <laughs> how, yeah, how dare, dare you? you? That you have actually done that. And it is just the, the hypocrisy of all of them. I think it's the same thing that we're starting to see in Love Island, where that is what they're all there for. Me and you have been saying it for ages. But for them to actually, you know, come across... Like they're not there for the right reasons. Like they're not there to find love, and all of the uh, all of the fame and the uh, you know the TV appearances and all of that, all of the money and everything. That's just a byproduct. I'm actually here to find love. Yes. <laughs> you can't do that. And so, yeah, I, I think this would have been more foreign to us. I think if we hadn't have watched the Bachelor seasons that we've watched. So you know what? It's such a good point, Dave. I, I agree with that completely. Because if you think back to Australian season two and you had them two people in the May, the, the girl, I can't remember the names now, the girl and the lad who were with the same talent agency yeah. and they didn't get together, but they never once acknowledged that they knew each other, that they'd been sat around a yeah. table in Australia, basically saying we're going on to Love Island, which was filmed in like the June to August or whatever it was. It's fucking bollocks. Look, these people know each other. They'll all mix in the same circles. They'll all be on all these TV shows. I've got no problem with that, Dave. I really haven't. It's just a deception with the audience. You know, you want a mm-hmm. bit of love. You want a something. Like Alex and Olivia were on season two. 
at Love Island. They're still together. They've, they've married. I'm not sure if Olivia's pregnant. With, they did a reality show. Me and Sam used to watch last year. It's really good. Two dead nice people uh, setting like the Midlands they are. They, they, they live in the Midlands around that area. Sound really, really good couple. But when Alex was on, he used to do the lie detector test and he, he, he failed it and said he didn't love her. And, and it was like, oh, and they, they don't do it anymore. But they're still together. There's not many couples, Dave, that are still together, if any. They're probably the only one. There was a couple on the first series who had a kid. They're not together mm-hmm. now. But Alex and Olivia, the only ones. Oh, no, sorry, Camilla as well. Camilla on season three, maybe season two, actually. Season two, she's, or maybe season three. She She's still with one of the guys off the series, to be fair. They're the only two couples that I know of in the UK. So it's very unlikely that anybody's going to stay together. So look. It is what it is. But also, Dave, if you don't mind me moving on slightly, I think Chloe needs to get a bit of praise this episode as well. Mm. She's been another one who's been on the shit list. And I don't know what Toby's problem was, but he's obviously overthinking the fact that they're in the bottom two. And when she said he's fucking fake and she was having a go and she was talking to Millie, she was right what she said. She said, does he not realise what we did to Kaz? It's going to have an effect on the people on the outside. She's very aware of what the shows are. I thought she was right, Dave. I absolutely thought that what she was saying was right. And Toby was just being a bit of a dick, really, just overreacting. Yeah, I agree. I think when it unfolded, I didn't twig that what he was saying could come across that he's just literally, he's more obsessed with how the public view that couple than he himself does now i've heard a lot of hate for chloe right from even that first appearance when she walked in she seems to have got a bit of a backlash and i know we we had the email recently didn't we about you know chloe being that mean girl because of you know her involvement the way she'd just gone and snatched toby but i actually think she's she's one of the ones who are actually playing the game she was in a friendship couple. She's got fuck all options in there. So she made it happen <laughs> is how I kind of see it. And again, a little bit like with Faye saying about, you know, or getting animated about the idea that Lucinda's not in there for the right reasons. It, it kind of, it speaks to you to say, well, actually, she really is in there to find someone. I thought it was the same for Chloe, where she got really upset at the idea that actually she might be getting played here because Toby's thinking about the public. Who fucking cares? It's me and you. Yeah. That is the, those are the only two opinions that matter in the whole fucking world. And I think the fact that she is a little bit older and more mature, she can see exactly what's happening. Yeah, of course I went and stole you off Kaz. No one's going to look at home and think, oh, what a fucking wonderful couple this is. Everyone is going to fucking give them abuse. So she can see that and she doesn't give a fuck. Whereas Toby, you know, he's agonizing over this thing. Now, what I will say is I'm not entirely sure that Toby is just being fake and that he's, he's faking it and he's actually just, you know, he's more concerned about public perception than he is about chloe i think he was just a bit fucking dumb 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, all the lads are quite young, aren't they? That's why Teddy stands out because he's like a little bit mature. The the other guys just just seems like a bit of a lad's holiday at times. So I, I'm I, I'm waiting to see more, but I just think Toby might have just been a bit bit naive there, not really thinking about what he's saying. Um, what what do you think? No, I agree. I agree with it. He, he, he chose, um, and they said Millie then, he chose Chloe. They've got a good relationship, whatever we think of. I mean, Dave, he was even trying to make her avocado. <laughs> I mean, so... He was so proud, wasn't he? <laughs> and you know what we didn't call out? The fact when he was trying to spell her initials, you know, he's so proud of cutting this melon up, but fucking Millie comes over there as well and basically... <laughs> everyone's got their fucking hands in this melon and he gives it to <laughs> Chloe. And she's like, Oh, it's so sweet. Isn't it? Lovely. And, you know, it's like, well, <laughs> you don't want to watch the fucking replay of how many people have had their fucking greasy hands. Oh. Some, some tan hands all over your melon. Well, Melons. Cool, <laughs> you know, Dave, we're fucking innuendo. What? Patron. <laughs> oh, my word. But no, you're right. You, you're totally right. And, I mean, if you're looking at the game, they do that game, which they've got blow-up dolls, blow-up cocks. They're playing fucking hoopla with the blow-up cocks. Exterminate. Exterminate, yeah, David Brent. <laughs> and obviously the guys win, and the whole premise was they get told at the start is if the girls win, a new guy comes in. If the guys and a new girl comes in. So it's pretty obvious whoever was going to win. If the, the guys win it, so we've got a girl coming in, AJ, however... There's going to be a new guy who's obviously outside the villa ready. So he's going to come in in the next day or so, Dave. So that's, that's yeah. so obvious. They're not just going to ship someone out to say, oh, I'm sorry, you're not coming in. He's waiting in the wings. So there's going to be another game or some interaction where, say, two of the girls are going to go, that, that right, reality radar, Dave, before we get into AJ. <laughs> and the game. This is hashtag reality radar. Chrissy's reality radar is this is going to happen. The guys win it. AJ comes in. We don't know much about her. We just see her come in and see the guys. Two of the girls are going to go on a date or they're going to go on a date. They're going to go on a date or they may go on a date because the guys are fucking useless and quite rightly. <laughs> or they're going to go on an adventure. They're going to go somewhere like a garden or something else and they're going to meet this guy. This has happened before in the past and this guy is going to be a pretend waiter or something else and then he's going to come into the villa, Dave, in the next day or so. Mark this down as another one of my 100% correct predictions, Dave. <laughs> well, you got to get one fucking right at some point, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I think they have a bunch of guys, though, don't they? So whoever that is waiting outside, you know, could they just say, well, go into Casa Amor. You know, you just yeah, have to yeah. sit on your hands for another week. So, you know, he'll, he'll get his chance for sure. I have to say with that game, the lads were a bit crap with the old flipping the bucket, you know, upside down. The girls were great at it, and they absolutely came out the blocks flying, didn't they? And when Toby was having such problems untying himself, and the girls just seemed to, like, shake their hands and the and the rope fell off, I'm thinking, aye, aye, <laughs> has this been set up here? Whoever's tied Toby up, have they properly tied it hard so he, he's going to struggle and the girls sort of race away with it? But um, they ended up like, pulling it back, the guys, didn't they? And, you know, the, the throw the ring onto the cock game. <laughs> I, mean, I felt that was a bit unfair because, again, the girls seemed to have a good throw. 
the guys, because they're a bit taller, a bit bigger, they're just kind of leaning over, <laughs> just just gently throwing it on. So so I thought they had a big advantage there, and obviously they won out. And I thought, Chris, there is nothing more attractive in blokes for them to celebrate like they've just won the fucking FA Cup or something and start chanting away. Yeah. <laughs> like I, fucking Belen's. <laughs> I had a different perspective on that. I just thought the guys have got a, a far better rhythm with the fucking wrist action, Dave, as most men have. <laughs> and that's why they were even saying it to the girls. No, it's like this. It's like, yeah, fucking bet you have. So, so no, I agree. It's not, they were going mad, proper football chanting and all that. And this is where, what I love is, the girls are up on the veranda. So everyone's getting dressed up. Everyone's like, really, all the girls are looking really nice. The guys are looking dead slick. And they're all having something. And they're all like, I hope, you, I hope you're having a crap time down there and all this. Because you remember when Anna and that were in, in the other series mm, and they were dead yeah, nasty, yeah. weren't they, when some of the girls came in really off with it was them. Moira, wasn't it? And Moira as Moira. well, yeah. Yeah, Moira was no, the same. She, she came in. Oh, sorry, Moira came and in and they were giving her shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah. And... There wasn't a lot of that. There was a couple of little jokes. It was all done for good, you know, bit of uh, friendly banter, I suppose. But it was when AJ, <laughs> just like, look at her with her brown hair. But I love Faye. Faye was the meme of the night. She sat there <laughs> doing her nails going, better behave, Teddy. And she's just not giving. She may have been thieving, <laughs> but that perception of all the other girls, like fucking meerkats leaning over. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're like, oh, what's going on? She's like, whatever. So, so I did like that, Dave. I thought it was quite funny. Yeah, and it's one of those, I'm sure inside she she does come across at times that, that she has this brash exterior because she is quite, you know, she doesn't want to get hurt inside so so whatever her internal monologue was it was like no fuck them i'm just gonna you know just make sure my nails are okay here and you know just not asked at all and like you say that was absolutely the meme of the night i've seen so much of that on social media everywhere and uh yeah i think that cemented my opinion that actually you know what face pretty fucking tv gold yeah she is she was funny dave she was good and i think i think that's what that's what made the show tonight. It was a good episode tonight. We, we, I know it's not a horrendous bit of drama, but finally we're getting a little bit of something that Love Island's known for. Just picking mm. the right people. I mean, people were taking the piss on that out of Asia. Like, oh, how old is she? Is she if they brought someone's mum in? And I'm thinking, she's 28. He's like, how old are you people? She's young. You know what I mean? She's just... It's all these fucking Zoomers, isn't it? I, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, I did see one, Chris, which was... Uh, Brad sent his mum in to keep an eye on Lucinda. <laughs> oh my god! I saw I saw someone say on our Discord. Um, oh, it's a shame that she's Brad's type as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It might have been Hannah, but it was fucking brilliant, Dave. It's so that funny. was very good. Yeah, so, it's fucking um, not bad at all. Yeah, I I don't know. All the things, all the nasty, quite honestly, comments about how old she is. I I think you know. Uh, we can't talk, can we? Uh, I think it's just its just one of those, isn't it? Because uh, I think the contrast to the boys, I mean, it, it's a bit all over the place, isn't it? I mean, she's 28. So all the boys in there are, are quite young, aren't they? Yeah. And all the girls, I mean, uh, we keep saying about Lucinda, it's like, she really 21? <laughs> she just looks incredibly young. So, you know, I think 
I think for different reasons, they need to get some older blokes in there. I'm not saying like as old as us, <laughs> you know, but someone who's pushing 30 at least and just, you know, have more of a spread because the guys, you know, they're not giving the best perception of guys really at the minute, are they? And, and they are a lot of the time just acting like boys. And when AJ comes in, old Liam there, who's been, you know, very cozy with Millie, practically got his fucking trainers on to sprint over there, didn't he? Oh, that's brilliant. And Millie was like, oh, and of course, Liam would be the first fucking one over there. That's exactly how she phrased it. I was laughing my head off, Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and uh, I've got to call it out, Chris. Another blonde. Well, uh, you oh, know, I know, a bottle blonde, but blonde all the same. Yeah, yeah. I know. There's, there's been loads of calls online, Dave, for that. It, it, I, I don't know. I don't even know what to say because it's just the same script all the time. Well, the... the... <laughs> I was going to say the best thing you can say, the, the minimum thing that you can say is that producers are just massively fucking tone deaf. I mean, yeah. surely in Casa Amor, they're going to have tons of, well, you'd fucking hope it's not a gaggle of blondes. Um, but, you know, they must have other people that aren't blondes. You know what I mean? And so to throw in another one, uh, I, I just thought it was, was ridiculous. And, you know, fuck me. They need to get with the fucking program. I know they do. They do, Dave. I do. And we, we mentioned the US one. It, look, diversity, mm. there's di different variations of people in different parts of America with different uh, family origins. So it should be, Dave. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, you call it for what it is. You're so right. You're so right. Let's see with Casa Amor. Let's hope they, they do get their act together. And we yeah, get different the thing people. Is, in. Chris, in the ITV press pack, it does say that she's got her eye on Teddy. Ooh. So it's uh, it's one of those, you know, she's not very keen on Toby because he says he's a commitment phobe and her ex was a commitment phobe. So she's really not interested in Toby. I think it, it, she, he's too kind of immature for her anyway, not, not just that reason. But um, yeah, her celebrity crushes would be uh, Jason Momoa, uh, but she also likes Tom Hardy and Anthony Joshua. So, you know, very alpha male type characters, it seems like she goes for. Exactly. Just what she never sees me then, Dave, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so which of Jason Momoa, Tom Hardy and Anthony Joshua are you? <laughs> the dads. <laughs> Just Danny DeVito, to be honest. <laughs> no comment, Dave. Right. So, so big thank you to all our Patreons. Patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. Thank you guys for supporting us. Great chat over on the Patreon Discord. I want to thank all our patrons today. So we've got Kenka Starson, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren, Tracy, Haley, Hennessy Green, Susan, Priscilla, Ed. Hannah, Dee Dee, Katie, and Libby. So thank you guys. It's been such good fun. And like I said at the top of the show, please get over to our Facebook page, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. That interview's on there. And, um, you know, great chat as always about Love Island and Bachelorette and everything else we, we can think of. And, oh, and Dave, let me just say as well, if you want to follow us on social media at CD Reality Cast, if you want to email us, CD Reality Cast at gmail.com. Right, I got it right this time, Dave. So 
This is definitely the right episode today, guys. And I say that before we've even released it because we will not make that mistake again. And if we do, you can send it my way and I will get the online lashing. So. <laughs> you know what was great about it, though, Chris? So many people were like tweeting us and messaging us on Instagram and, <laughs> and uh, all these different platforms are like, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, apologies, apologies. <laughs> Oh, Brilliant. No, that's awesome. I mean, we've got a couple of episodes now left this week, haven't we? We've got Thursday night and Friday night. So I'm expecting we'll get AJ uh, getting to meet all the guys. I think it might be a little bit like the Teddy episode where we spend a lot of time just seeing what AJ's interactions are with the other boys, see who's interested there. I think Liam is going to be at the front. Brad's not here this time so you know uh, he's out of the game of course who else do you think i mean uh, hugo will probably try and then fail <laughs> who, who, who do you think aj will go for chris i don't know dave i i, I I'm, I'm not trying to cop out my money would have been on brad without a doubt he, he, the emperor's new club and he would have been there straight away Aaron's got a chance, Dave, because he's not. Mm. He, he should be in there. Him and Hugo should be the ones going to try and make a connection with AJ for that reason. And then if some guy yeah. comes in, Cash should get first dibs and Sharon because they're not good. They're not relationships. They're not couples. They're just friends. So them two should be first in priority. But I've just got a feeling we're going to see one of the other guys make a play, Dave. Definitely. I'm intrigued to see where this thing goes with Teddy, if she's got an eye on him. So, intrigued, Chris. <laughs> yeah, and I did do yeah, this Yeah, I know you fucking did. I sat here laughing to myself. I know exactly what you did. But anyway, Dave, brilliant episode, mate, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye now. <laughs>